Billy Jean Chandler was mean as a junkyard dog, George said. Wasn't worth the powder it would have taken to blown him to kingdom come. Samantha Adams smiled at her uncle across the dining table. She could feel him warming up, and once he got started, he could really tell some stories. Why didn't somebody do something about Chandler? she asked. Turn him in. Report him. George Adams shrugged. To whom? And then he waggled his fork at her. If you don't know the answer to that question, you've forgotten more about the South than you've relearned in these few months you've been back. You're never going to forgive me for moving to California, are you? She tilted her face towards the ceiling. No more than he's going to forgive the engineers for building the interstates through the city, is he, God? God's not going to help you with the big things if you go bothering him with the small fry all the time, volunteered Peaches as she entered the dining room. She peered at Sam's water glass, then into the silver water pitcher. More water? Sam laughed. Just because I don't drink any more doesn't mean I want the whole Chattahoochee River poured down my gullet every day. Thank you. And God doesn't like ugly, Peaches sniffed, then proceeded to clear the salad plates. Now, Peaches, Sam protested. Don't now, Peaches, me. You heard what I said. He doesn't like ugly. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I just meant, I know what you meant. Peaches stood her ground, one hand on a bony hip. Now, just drink your water and let's change the subject. It made Peaches cranky when Samantha referred to her alcoholism, to what Peaches called her being bad to drink. After all, Sam, who had first come to live with them as a young girl, was in part her creation. She didn't like anyone, including Sam herself, bad-mouthing her handiwork. Tell them to leave you be. Shame on you two ganging up on her, said Horace as he entered the room carrying a platter of fish. That's right, Sam nodded. And I guess you've been standing in the kitchen twiddling your thumbs and eavesdropping, Peaches said. Horace's eyebrows rose a hair, but only a hair, for this routine between the Johnsons, man and wife, was well rehearsed. George, are you going to answer my question or not? Sam demanded. My dear, I'm sorry. He shook his white head in mock seriousness. In all this commotion, I had almost forgotten it. Sam reached across the wide dining room table with a heavy silver serving spoon and wrapped her uncle on the knuckles. Quit playing with me. Now, why didn't any of the good people of Raritan County turn Sheriff Billy Jean Chandler into the district attorney? Or call the governor's office? There must have been someone they could have reported him to if he was as awful as you say. The look bounced from Peaches to Horace to George, then back the other way. Don't just roll your eyes at one another. Spill it, said Sam. Is that how you earned your praises at the Chronicle, saying things like, spill it? That kind of talk may go over big in San Francisco, but you're going to have to develop a more ladylike style if you ever expect to make it in Atlanta, George said. I imagine the folks down at the Journal-Constitution like Samantha's style just fine, said Horace, as he boned the fish Peaches had cooked to perfumey perfection. Otherwise, why would they have stolen her away from that paper in Frisco? He smiled at Sam. Don't you listen to your Uncle George. Will I ever be free of the tyranny of my help? 
George asked of no one in particular, and no one answered, for the relationship among George and Peaches and Horace required no response. They had lived together like family in the split-timber Tudor mansion on Fairview Road for almost fifty years. Horace, maybe you can answer my question, since George obviously isn't going to, Sam persisted. He was telling me about Sheriff Billy Jean Chandler from down in Raritan County, and I asked him why nobody reported him for being so corrupt. Because it wouldn't have done any good. Horace placed fish and vegetables on Samantha and George's plates and placed the plates carefully before them, a style of service he'd adopted to accommodate George's rapidly failing eyesight. Here's some more wine for you, George, he said, replacing the glass precisely at the one o'clock position. Then he continued. It's never done any good to complain about lawmen. They just do what they're gonna do anyhow.